0: This is the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. It is show number 200. It's the bicentennial. I feel like we should be having like you know some John Philip Sousa playing or something like that. Fireworks. Uh, Kevin, are you old enough to remember the bicentennial? No. No, okay. I remember the Bicentennial. I remember being super excited about Bicentennial Quarters and uh, all that kind of stuff when the Bicentennial rolled around. But this is our, our 200th show. I can't say that I never thought I would get here because I didn't start this show to not, you know, keep doing the show. But uh, prior to this, the longest I ever did a show was a year. And so to have 200 episodes every single week is, um, I don't know, I, I feel accomplished. Uh, and should. I'm very, very, very pleased. And I'm glad to have you here. You probably can hear uh, we've got Big Squatch back on the show. Um, we're going through the steps or the principles. And I asked him which one and he hesitated not and said no, he sir. wanted to be on uh, when we talked about principle number three. So that's what's going to happen today. But being that it is our bicentennial, that is our word of the week. And uh, you might already know what Bicentennial means, but it's it's the 200th anniversary of a significant event. So this is the 200th show that we're doing, 200th uh, episode. And so I'm, I'm super happy to have you here. If you want to celebrate in a Bicentennial way, something that would be great is you could give 200 to the show. You give 200 cents and just do a $2 gift every month uh, by going to 760 760- Walls, C-A, and just texting the word mum to that, M-U-M, and it'll hook you up with our, our giving. Or you can go on our website, which is MessItUpPodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button, and you can go through there. Uh, you could do $200 if you want, you can do a one-time gift, you can do a recurring gift, whatever it is, we're just happy to have you join in, and we're 100% listener-supported and financed, so every bit that you give uh, really helps. And for those of you who are giving, we give out um, uh, tax statements at the end of the year. Well, I guess actually in January, beginning of the year. But uh, you get uh, credit on your taxes uh, for giving to the show. It's tax deductible. If you go through the text to give, uh, 100% of what you give gets deducted. If you go through Patreon, uh, Patreon takes 8% off the top. And I'm not allowed to give you credit for that, unfortunately. Um, But... um, Thank you so much. If you are a giver, a regular giver, and you were giving in 2021, you should have received in your email your tax statement by now uh, from Messed Up Ministries. If you have not found it, if it got into a a spam box, if you can't find it, please uh, send an email to mum at messedupministries.com and um, we will uh, get our treasure to send that back out to you. Uh, If you want to contact me at the show, it is Guy at MessItUpPodcast.com. If you want to send me a text or you want to just call and chat, uh, it's 760-608-1942. And believe it or not, people actually do call and chat. Uh, it's, it's always awesome to hear from people like that and uh, get connected. Uh, I love it when I look at my phone and it's a number that's not in my phone book but it's from somewhere else in the country, and I'm like, oh, I'm hoping that this is a person calling in who's been listening to the show and not someone trying to sell me uh, a a extended warranty for my automobile, but either way, um, I like to talk to people, so uh, give me a call or a text on that. Uh, If you wanna support the show, go through our our text to give. Uh, One more time, that's 760-WALLSCA, W-A-L-L-S-C-A, and it'll hook you up with all the information you need to know. See, I did the Word of the Week. I did uh, uh, the giving. I think I've done everything I need to do up front, Kev. Does that sound yeah, legit I'll go with it. Perfect. Well, um, Kevin is here, and um, we're talking about the steps. And I asked Kevin if he would read step three for us. So, Kevin, what does step three say?
1: Step three, we made a decision to turn our lives and our wills over to the care of God.
0: And what's the... Uh, do you have the... Um, the beatitude for that one.
1: Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of oh no, no
0: the, uh, the the beatitude. Uh, oh, you-
1: that was for step three. Yeah, but oh. the verse, the verse <laughs> for for the step. Uh, happy are the meek, Matthew that's, five five.
0: That's the one. Yes, consciously choose and commit uh, to commit my life and will to Christ's care and control, and it goes with step three, which Kevin was uh, was talking about. Step three said we made a decision to turn our lives and wills over to the care of God. And then the verse for that is Romans 12.1, which is right before my life verse, which is twelve two. 2. Uh, but 12, 1 says, therefore I urge you brothers in view of God's mercy to offer your body a living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Um, Kevin, when I asked you to do this, well, to do a show in our step series, or our, our principle series, you did not hesitate, step three, Um, that was kind of where your life made a a, a turnaround, uh, and and it, it, or, well, let me stop talking for you.
1: (laughs) Say (laughs) words. I I am more than happy to tell my own story. Um, principle three was a gut check for me and you're right. This is when everything started clicking for me and changing for me to stop doing it, to try, try to save a relationship and to stop doing it to try to make other people happy and to realize that I need to do this for me. If I want to change and want to be better, it has to be because I want it.
0: Yeah. So let's ask the obvious question. Well, I don't know if it's obvious or not, but my obvious follow-up for that one is you were doing it to save a relationship and to get someone off your back. Did, did either of those work? No, no relationship is
1: done and over with and sealed history.
0: Uh, but when you were when you were there, I remember when you were there, you would not have taken that I don't think you would that's not what you came in for. you didn't come in to to not have that relationship work. Now I would guess and I'm gonna put the words in your mouth that you are very satisfied with the results as they are that you are in a better place.
1: <laughs> oh this is a little... Off of anything I plan on talking about, but in your face, my yeah.
0: show, my topic. No, I'm just no,
1: kidding. Um, oddly enough, uh, I'm you know, started this January, I'm starting to read through the Bible again, and right now I was reading through Proverbs. Um, and it was this morning, there were some verses that were very pointed,
2: mm.
1: and it was talking about, I, I, I'm not going to go into details, but it was talking about the kind of person I used to be with and how blind I was to what that person was.
0: And that was not a healthy relationship for, for either of you, I'm guessing.
1: No, it wasn't.
0: Did it feel at the time like it was though?
1: I had a lot of what I thought was heart love. Mm -hmm. Um, it was more from the brain and I was blinding myself to a lot of what was going on at the time and, and wouldn't have believed it if anyone told me. But now some of these passages I read in the Bible and some things that people point out, I'm like, yeah, that that's a start. <laughs> Cause it wasn't healthy. We both had mental health issues that weren't fully taken care of, and they did not play well together. And it led to a very bad situation.
0: And I, I uh, when you came, you're, you're right now, um, if you don't believe me, you'll be able to check, check on our, our uh, Instagram for Mess It Up podcast. I just took a picture of us, and uh, Kev's wearing his uh, broken chains cut. And you got new patches this week. I did. Tell me, tell me, tell the people.
1: Um, I got my mental health ministry rocker. And I have a mental health awareness patch that's bright green that stands out above everything else on this vest. And because I work in mental health and I've taken it very seriously because I don't think a lot of people do. But if you can get your mental health right, everything else kind of falls into place.
0: (laughs) It's the the same thing that... I think we try to, you know, talk to people in recovery about is like, look, if you come to recovery, I know you're super busy. I know your life is busy. You don't have time for another Bible study and you just need time to decompress. Listen, if you get your act together, all the rest will take care of itself and you'll have Mm -hmm. more time for that. And I, I always tell people, you know, take the time to do it. There's nothing more important than your mental health and your physical health, your, your spiritual health, and, and CR helps to deal with all of that and gets it, gets it in line. Um, so, um, sorry, shameless plug. Um, <laughs> and, and here we are, we're, we're, I haven't even dared to look at that. Wow, I'm 10 minutes into the show, and we have yet to really talk about what we're supposed to be talking about. So, so what we're talking about is principle number three. Uh, the C in the, in the acrostic, consciously choose to commit my uh, life and will to Christ's care and control. Um, how did that strike you when you first read that, Kevin? Was there anything in that that, that stood out as particularly <laughs> good, bad, easy, difficult?
1: Um, anyone who's heard my testimony or heard me teach or talk much about my past, I talk a lot about getting hit in the head with two by fours Mm -hmm. a lot because I'm not a quick learner. So it generally takes three or four two by fours.
0: (laughs) Amen. Holding up my hand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I would say that that one hit me about like a four by four. Um, I got saved pretty young. Uh, elementary school, roughly late elementary school. Um, I still remember the day. But I don't know if I could tell you a single point where I consciously made that decision and put it into words and into a prayer. Lord, I give up my life and I give up my will to you. I don't know if it had ever been presented to me that I needed to. Outside of your your standard Christianese, you know, sermon. Yeah. So, yeah, that was brutal. And I was in a frame of mind in the in the in the step study to take everything very serious and I answered every question I could to the best of my ability and in my own words. Mm-hmm. And when that hit me when I was reading, I cried. Yeah. Because I realized I've been saved for how long? You know, better 20 plus years or more and not once did that.
0: Yeah. it's uh, We had a a revival at our church um, this past week as we're recording. And last night was the last night of the revival. And we did this song uh, from uh, Hillsong, I Give You My Heart. And the chorus is... Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone. Every moment I take, or every breath I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. And this is this is the, this is the principle three, step three song. It's, yeah. it's it, I mean, it. that pretty much says what we're trying to do with this step. And when I told you I wanted to do a song on Friday night, that's the one I was actually thinking of, Kevin. So if we have time to put that in the set for, for tomorrow, uh, that would be great, if we don't have time, We don't have to. Um, By the way, it's Thursday (laughs) night as we're recording this. Um, So um, I know for me, this one was a difficult one. uh, Because I like control. I love to be in charge because I think I know what's best. And uh, I'm kind of arrogant that way sometimes. Um, Listener Bev, if you you can. Check with her, and, and she can affirm that I can sometimes be a little bit snotty and cocky. And, you know, my favorite thing to say is when I, I'll say something, some say, Oh, you're right. I'll be, Of course, I'm right. That's what I do. Uh, and And to turn my life, my will, my control over to God is difficult, which is stupid because it's like, Who do I want in charge? The best person, the best thing, or mediocre? And God loves me and I'm his favorite. But by comparison, I'm mediocre in my decision-making prowess to God. God is awesome. I am mediocre and make mistakes. And I should just give it to him. But the problem is, is I want what I want.
1: Uh, As you're speaking, I'm I'm realizing, because I tend to be a lot like you. I like to be able to control my environment and what's going on around me. And I think to even bring it back to our, our conference or revival a little bit, I was in the proper place to be able to accept this lesson Mm -hmm. when I took this lesson, God's timing took care of my need to control. When I took this lesson, I was beat down, I was losing a relationship, losing a love, my world was falling apart. I had moved into a place I didn't want to go. I literally physically and mentally I was admitting for the first time ever how bad my problem of honesty was. I I was a train wreck.
0: Yeah.
1: And that had to happen for me to be able to accept this lesson.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: So as you're talking about it, this is these dots are connecting in my head. I'm like, Yep, there it is. God's God's timing. Yeah. Not not mine. Not bowtie guy. Not Miss Bev. God's.
0: God. Yeah. He he's got it figured out and nailed down for sure.
1: Um so
0: uh, we, I was just looking at the clock here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move us in here uh, to, and it's not a, a graceful transition here. Um, but you talked about the fact that you were a broken man and you were a train wreck. And that sucks. Yeah. But here comes Crowder with a song called Hallelujah for Every Broken Heart. So we're going to give a listen to this. And uh, we'll give you about 90 seconds. We'll come back on the other side to tell you our thoughts and to talk about how we can put steps 3 into practice, what it looks like on a practical standpoint. So here's 90 Seconds of Crowder. We'll see you after the uh, the, the little snippet of this song. Um, hallelujah for every broken heart.
2: There is a power when we've lost it all. Hallelujah for
0: There you go. You're uh, listening to a couple of guys who uh, dig them some Crowder. And uh, oh, that's Lord, some yes. Crowder right there. And so uh, by definition, we dig it. Yes, uh, sir. Kevin, I'm going to give you first dibs. <laughs> go for it, brother.
1: Well, you know what? You You wanted to claim it wasn't a great segue. Oh,
0: before you do. I want to apologize in the first half, I was slurping my tea and I hate it when people make weird noises on my podcast and here I am going slurp. So I apologize, I'm step 10 I am uh, announcing right now. Everybody give yourself 20 bonus points right now for my slurp. Okay, Kevin, back to the show.
1: <laughs> you wanted to say it wasn't a great segue into the song of the week, but after what I was just talking about, I don't think it was that bad of a segue. The chorus talks, hallelujah for the broken heart. Hallelujah when I'm falling apart. There's a sun rising when the sky is dark. That was where I was at step three, or principle three. My world fell apart. My heart was broken. Everything, all of this chorus was right where I was. And that all had to happen so I could have that new start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is it, for me, it's much easier to have a hallelujah after the fact. I'm not real good about hallelujah in the middle of turmoil. (laughs) No. I've done it, but I'm not good at it. A lot of times I'm good at sitting down in the mud and just having a tantrum.
1: Well, sometimes a tantrum, it feels good. Uh yeah, (laughs) Uh, especially if it's in the mud because you get to make a big old mess. We're boys; we like to play in mud. Yeah, it's our thing. Yeah, but well, for me, uh, verse two,
0: which uh, you threatened to maybe steal as well, um, the second half of it it says Jesus uses all the pain and hurt. There's power in the way He works, and I know that my. Ministry is built on my pain. Mm -hmm. If I hadn't had the pain that I have had, my ministry would not be happening. I would be a lukewarm pew sitter on Sunday morning. And the pew uh, is no longer there because we'd be sitting in chairs, but the pew would still be there because I would stink as a Christian. And because I've gone through the pain, I'm able to take that and hopefully empathize and, and, and feel what others are feeling. I'm able to have compassion for them and act uh, on their behalf and on my behalf and, and because of where they've been. I'm able to offer grace because of the grace that's been offered to me. I feel that I am compelled to now offer grace to other people. And I'm able to see, sort of, that there is light at the end of the tunnel. You know, like he says, you know, at the, the sun's rising in the, when the sky is dark. Um, that's not always easy for me. That's probably where I struggle the most is when I'm down thinking, will this ever end? Why does this have to happen again? Why me and, and feeling? the mopes, uh, and, 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 and misery and sorrow and just overwhelmed. Um, but I know because of the pain, I'm able to have the ministry that I have.
1: Yeah. Well, I work in the mental health field. I work in a a mental health clinic. I work with kids and I firmly believe that because of the Celebrate Recovery 12-step study, I'm able to take that pain, the the misery, and the sheer stupidity that I did it to myself, I'm able to take that and use it to help these kids. It's amazing when you see that light bulb click in their head because I tell them my story. Uh-huh. And they're like, he actually knows. Yeah. He actually understands. That,
0: that has to be so powerful to that
1: child. Yeah. Well, I know growing up, I grew up under a preacher and the church pianist, and, which was my mom. My uncle was more or less a deacon. The things I was going through... These people never experienced. My grandfather, I love him. I almost envy the fact that he's never had a drink of alcohol in his life. Yeah. How, does he, how is he going to tell me about drinking? My mom never did drugs in her life. And that's a good thing. But how is she going to talk to me about yeah. doing drugs? They can't. I think sometimes to reach people, you have to be hurt yourself in, in a certain way. It, it, it definitely helps to make
0: the connection. when yeah. the, the closer we are, and that's you know, one of the things about Celebrate Recovery is we deal with uh, hurts, hang-ups, and habits from A to Z. Yeah. And it's a big umbrella. And sometimes you can't find a person who has your exact thing, but the closer you get to... The same struggle. The 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 better the understanding is with that, and you know I, I have sponsored people who have you know their their main uh, issue was meth. Now, I've never had meth, never no. done meth, never never touched it, never any of that. Um, and so it's a little bit more difficult. Now I can, I can try to relate my addiction to pornography to that and the need, but it's not exactly the same and so the the more we can and that's why i love celebrate recovery because we do have people and and there's not just one issue that we have you know it's not Mm -hmm. just that i deal with this thing there's so many things and so having that wide you know (laughs) vibrant palette of issues in a meeting i think makes it a lot more healthy because of that able to connect
1: and i and i also love that because I've heard quite a few testimonies now since I started coming to CR and I've yet to hear one that didn't have a little bit that I could relate to and fully understand and take something away from. Right. Every single one of them has Absolutely. touched me in, in yes. some way. Now, yeah, there have been some that have been more profound, but every one of them has touched me in some way. Yeah. And you're not going to find You're not going to get that same broadness of connectivity in some of your other blank A's. Yeah,
0: I think that for me, you know, going to Summit and getting testimony after testimony after testimony, year after year after year, you know, if I had just to narrow Summit down to one word, I think a front runner for the one word would be gobsmacked uh, because I just feel that way after hearing these stories and just you know it's 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 awesome uh so you know check out stories uh online you can just type in celebrate recovery testimony and and you can hear the stories as well also kevin and i've been talking about this um awesome revival that we had it was a heart of god conference at our church held by um uh, rca and and we had uh pastor uh, larry uh, Emerson. Emerson from uh, North Central Church in uh, spring Texas and and uh, a missionary named Roger uh, who came uh, from uh, lands that are not to be uh, discussed uh, because uh, he's sensitive. not yeah it's a sensitive area but they were on so you can check that out if you go to rcachurch.com you can check out that uh, that uh, conference that we were talking about but and you can see big squash playing bass uh, as well so you know that's always fun um, so uh, thank you, Crowder, uh, for giving us another great song. Uh, those of you who are out there and you know you are, I'm looking at you right now. You know I'm looking at you and think that Crowder's not good. In your face, we just proved it again. Crowder is awesome. We're going to change minds here, Kev. We're going to change minds. I love you, person. You know I'm talking to you. I, I love you dearly. You are my sister. But come on, Crowder rocks. Well,
1: and I'm going to join in and say that Crowder rocks. So that's two against one. Kevin's pretty big, too. It's like two and a half.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, Kevin, uh, putting principle three into action, what does that look like with rubber on the road for principle three and and just once again consciously choose to commit my life and will to Christ, care, and control?
1: Uh <laughs> I really struggled not to say this in the first part because (laughs) you asked me why this was so important to me. The game changer, the aha moment, the four by four across the back of my head was the principle three prayer that is in the books. And that prayer is dear god i have tried to do it all by myself on my own power and i have failed today i want to turn my life over to you i ask you to be my lord and savior you are the one and only higher power i ask that you help me think less about my will and i want to daily turn my will over to you to daily seek your direction and wisdom for my life please continue to help me overcome my hurts hang-ups, and habits, and may that victory over them help others as they see your power at work in changing my life. Help me to do your will always. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Where did you get that from?
1: That is the Principle 3 prayer from the Step Study books.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, in Book 1 Lesson, is that Lesson 6? Uh,
1: It doesn't say. It's the first lesson of Principle 3. First lesson of Principle 3. Okay. Uh, So, um, yeah. uh,
0: The books are available online. You can go and and, and buy them uh, through celebraterecovery.com. You can get paper versions if you want, or you can get a digital version um, on your Kindle or on your iPad through Apple Books. Um, Great, great, great step study. You can also check, you know, look in your local uh, CR group fo- locator and find a local CR. They're always having step studies and you can go through and, and get this same kind of thing. But I remember, I, I, I can see us with this and I, I remember when this happened, it was just like, yeah, an aha moment. It was just a big, a light came on. And, and we were doing a, a step study, it was you and me and one other fella, um, but I just remember this plain as day, like this is where the light switch came on and Kevin that I know now was born and started to grow and be birthed um, and the old dude got put away. It was like retired and, and send him to the scrap heap. And, and it was just, it was powerful for me. Why was it so powerful for you?
1: Going back to what I said earlier, it was the first time I ever consciously turned my will over and gave up Kevin's will so that God could lead me Mm -hmm. to what he needed me to do. Mm -hmm. I gave up my thought process so that God could give me his. This was so powerful. I... I don't know how long it took me to actually finish reading this prayer the first time
2: mm-hmm.
1: when I was doing my, my homework. Because I cried. And every time I'd try to start over, I'd cry. And a lot of that was my own guilt. That's for, what I was going to ask. What was that? Because I realized, here I am. I've been saved for, I can't even tell you. Because I don't want to do the math and admit <laughs> that I'm old. But I You're can't youngest
0: tell you one in this whole house right now, brother. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I, it's been pointed out to me rather bluntly working with kids, how old I am. Um, it's one of those things I feel like I need to apologize to some people in my life for the old jokes. Um, but it was the guilt that I had never once turned over my will mm. and gave it up to let God control me the way he needed to. And I not only have made this a big part of my life, but that week I typed this out onto, to where this whole prayer filled up an eight and a half by 11. I laminated that eight and a half by 11 Mm -hmm. and I have it on my door to Mm -hmm. my bedroom. Every time I leave that door, I see this prayer and I pray it because to me, one of the key points was um, I want to daily turn my will over to you. Mm -hmm. This isn't a one-time deal. The salvation is a one-time deal. Asking God to come into my life and save me. That was one time. Yeah. But my will, my strength, I have to turn that over to him daily.
0: Yeah. Mine is hooked down with bungee cords and it keeps coming back my direction. And I, I've, you know, I just got my 19-year coin and I have done step three more than any other step easily, maybe more than any of the other steps combined, all the rest of them, because I keep trying to take it back. It's like, oh, I put that up on the shelf, forgot. You know, let me take it down and just dust it off a little bit, forgotten, and then I'll give it back to mm-hmm. when I'm done with it. I just want to play with it a little bit. And it's not the way to do it. it, it it's so difficult to continuously, and that's that's why Romans 12, 2 is my my verse. It's the ing, it's the renewing of the mind. And that renewing happens every time I turn that control over to God. And man, it's tough for me to just keep my cotton picking hands off it.
1: And it well, see, for me, it's I find when I stay with it, I do fine. But my big one of my biggest holdups in my life is remembering to pray in general. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I am one of those old cliches. I'm, I, when things go poorly, I do turn to pray. Mm-hmm. But I'm not praying when things are going great.
2: Mm.
1: That's one of my, my faults that I'm working on in myself. But this prayer, I try to, and, and when I make this prayer, and I believe this prayer when I say it, my day is exponentially better. Yeah.
0: And I find, you know, it's it seems obvious to me. Like, duh. But when I actively work my steps, I do better. Mm-hmm. When I surround myself with like-minded people who are also working their steps, I do better. When I go to meetings, I do better. When I feel lousy and I do not want to go to CR, I wind up going to CR anyway and I grumble and I complain and, and you've seen me grumble and complain before, but
1: mm-hmm. man, after...
0: And I tell you, get, let's get through practice. Yeah. After we get done doing some worship, it's like my head gets screwed on straight and I feel better. Not necessarily good, but I I feel better by the time CR is done. And it's just like, come on, man, just take your, your medicine. And the more I do it, the better I get. The more I take those vitamins the stronger I get and, and that's why it's so important to just keep coming to meetings. And I know it can be boring. I mean, it's the same 25 lessons over and over and over again. Maybe a different person teaching them and, and I'll use some different analogies, but it's the same basic information. But what I tell people is the reason you need to keep coming back, somebody's there for the first time and they need to be the kid hearing Kevin say, I get you, I understand you, I've been in your shoes. And look where I am. we got to be what I call that idiot for people and show them there's a way out. And here it is. I know the way because it worked for me. I didn't just read it in a book. I didn't just hear about it. It wasn't awesome because I saw it quoted, you know, online and it says C.S. Lewis or Charles Spurgeon or whoever else that's a big luminary of, of Christian faith. I went through it and it worked for me. And that's why we keep coming back, and 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 it, it doesn't work if I yeah. don't give my control up. Yeah, it just doesn't work if I don't give up my control. Well,
1: they they that really, I mean, that reinforces a point from that that uh, revival is no one cares how much you care until they know how much you care. Or no one how cares are, how
0: much you know. There it is. Until they know how much you care.
1: Yeah, that that that. Thank you. I knew I was butchering that as I was saying it, but. <laughs> it was the that concept because the thing is i've not met anyone involved with cr that didn't prove they care and it's not hard to tell that they care yeah because there's a reason that cr is forever family yeah we all have our own issues and we all identify by christ not our issues and Christ is what unifies this group that is so diverse through the people and their habits and hurts and hangups we're as unique in that group as the anyone anywhere else in the world yeah but yet we're forever family yeah because we've all been there and we all extend that grace yeah
0: And that's what I love about CR is that forever family. I I remember hearing them talk about it. I'm like, what are they meaning with this? When I went to Summit and why do they keep talking about this forever family? And then I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. I want that. Take me to that. I want to be where that is. And yeah, it's awesome. It's unreal. Yeah. So awesome. Well, any other parting shots about... uh, Uh, Principle three, Kevin.
1: Just take it serious. I firmly believe that anyone who prays that prayer and believes it is going to see an immediate change in their life. Yeah. This, I mean, you can use this as a prayer of salvation. You can also use it as a daily prayer to remind me, I'm the weak one. My ideals aren't the right. And they're not going to get me anywhere but trouble. Yeah. But if I let God take over, and let God have that rudder, things are going to be all right. Yeah,
0: and it has to be on purpose. I love that the first word is consciously, and I love that the beatitude is happier than meek. Uh, meek is not wimpy. Um, it's it's controlled power, well, and 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 strength, and and that's what God gives us. He He gives us the strength and the power. And we give him the control.
1: Yeah. I I did a word study on on this in in a Bible class a while back. And look up meek in what its original Old English definition means. It's it's significantly different than what we consider meek now. Mm -hmm. And it will change your perspective on what that means. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's... um... You know, I, if I just look up what we look at and think of it now, you know, quiet and gentle, mm-hmm. um, easily imposed on. And and that's
1: not what meek is about. Um, I want to say it was more along the lines of like a controlled storm.
0: Well, the, like know. controlling a horse, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that had all that power, but the, the rider can control it. And the, the horse is meek because mm-hmm. that, it's got the power. Well, um, yeah.
1: And it come. I know that the Old English referred to, it, it took strength. In order to be meek, strength of character and strength to hold back. Yeah.
0: Um well cool. Uh thanks for, for, for doing this. L- listen, people, read your beatitudes, live your beatitudes, look at the principles, make them, you know, part of your life. Um and if your life doesn't get better because you put these into practice give me a call and tell me about it because I want to know how you made that work because (laughs) so far I've never seen anybody who's, who has honestly worked their steps and worked the principles, not have better in their life. That doesn't mean everything goes great, but not have a life that's on the right track. So we just encourage you to do that. Um, I want to thank you for 200 shows, people. Um, some of you have been here since the beginning. Uh, Kim Perkins, I know you were here since the beginning. Uh, Listener Bev in California, I know you were here since the beginning, and it's um, it's humbling. It's uh, I'm honored that when I look at the numbers of how many people are listening and and think about this, I had a text that I got yesterday from a guy who said that um, you know he was listening to a show and was able to put those. Uh, things that we talked about in that show into practice in his men's study and he was just thankful that we were there to do it and I thank you people for for doing that and thanks for sending me encouragement that made me feel so encouraged you have no idea how much I needed to hear that this week uh, listener when you sent that to me so thank you so much for uh for giving me that boost of, of confidence um Remember, if you want to give to the show, we are listener supported. If you want to do the Bicentennial 200 gift, you know, 200 pennies, $200, whatever it is, uh, you can do it by uh, texting the word mum to the telephone number 760-WALLSCA, W-A-L-L-S-C-A. And that will get you to our text to give. You can also go to messituppodcast.com, click on the become a patron button and do it through Patreon as well. Either way you give, you will be part of our Discord chat server. You can talk to other uh, uh, financial supporters uh, of the ministry. Uh, You can get involved in our book read and all that stuff. So thanks for being here for 200 shows. Look forward to doing 200 more. And Kevin, thanks for being here uh, for, uh, for this big one and uh, for talking about Principle 3. Listen, folks, I'm headed to Hawaii. Uh, so for the next couple of weeks, I'll be in Hawaii. So we're going to record some shows. Might get some more recorded before we go, but I don't know. Uh, probably not. Probably going to record the next one from the beautiful island of Hawaii. Uh, so aloha and mahalo. Uh, thanks for 200 great shows. I look forward to giving you uh, hundreds more in the future. And I guess we'll see you next time we mess it up. Can't wait. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time
2: we mess it up.